0: Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to this week's episode of the Small Business Surgeon Podcast. It is a new segment we've thrown together called Sam and Lee, see what's up. So uh, today I'm joined by local comedian Lee Crossley. Welcome to the show, mate. Hey, Sam, glad to be here. It is great to have you on. So guys, we're joined by Lee Cross and this show is going to replace the uh, the old Sam and Kyle, see what's up. We may have Brian Lewis check in here in a minute. He was scheduled to be on, but he has got held up at a charity golf tournament. So he may jump in, he may not, but uh, generally we're replacing Sam and Kyle, see what's up with a little panel of three of us. And the three will rotate, but it will uh, it will be a regular rotation of guests. And I'm excited to have Lee on because he brings a completely different perspective to the show. Lee, do me a favor, mate. Tell everybody who
1: you are and what you're all about. Well, hey, guys. My name's Lee Cross. I am a local comedian here in Bryan, Texas, although I have toured nationally as well. Uh, I live here in Bryan College Station. I've known Sam for a couple of years now um like you know pizza long walks on the beaches and uh, my dog athena you know she's just the cutest puppy ever you yeah, might puppy. be biased
0: dude you oh, gotta yeah. get her up and hold her on the camera so you can see her
1: she is 75 pounds and she's also outside right now because she's been a bad girl
0: okay all
1: right <laughs> maybe in a maybe in a future episode
0: okay so um the premise of the show is we're just going to jump through um wait a minute you're you're a comedian right yes sir you should you should be running the show. You should be like telling jokes and shit. And leading. <laughs> got, us in- leading. Got, us into got got articles. A,
1: yeah, no, I've got a I've got a podcast that I'm uh, getting ready to get set up to of my own. So definitely going to have you on there in the future. That's um, it's, uh, it's called Local Celebrity. Local Celebrity. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. You'll fit right in on that. Exactly.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: you know, you can make your own celebrity. That's what we did. Yeah. Yeah. Just, That's what uh, just, I, just, I just tell people, I was like, I'm a local celebrity. And they're like, what do you mean? I was like, well, I'm the funniest guy from Brian called station. I, I don't believe that. <laughs> surely, surely there's somebody funnier than you. Come on. So, so far, like if I had to, I'm, I'm getting a championship belt made that way. If somebody does, I can, you know,
0: oh, you know wow. they, can,
1: they can relinquish it to them. But as far as I know, in the history of Brian called station, I am the funniest. Oh, no, that does you? not include that's... people that have traveled through Brian Cold station that it's just oh, people right from right Brian called station. So that's how I can. That's you how, how I... I can actually have that title. You want to I've had, that I've had to a neighborhood? From... Could, could it exactly. be like for, funniest comedian from? I'm the funniest guy from North Brian. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, Mr. Funny Man,
0: the premise of the show is, as uh, you and I have discussed, we're going to go and look at some news articles from around the state from around this last week. And um, we've got a little bit of Texas news, a little bit of national news. And uh, let's kick it off with Article one from the Facebook Messenger list. Uh, I'm hoping you have that pulled up, right? Yes, sir. All
1: right. So tell us what Article one says. So the first article I'm looking at is Texas could vote for succession from the u.s in the 2023 as the gop pushes for referendum what does gop mean
0: I, I know it stands for grand old party but i have no fucking clue what that is anytime
1: i've ever heard gop i just think of really old white people yes who are angry yes yeah and so, fall,
0: fall from bicycles exactly but
1: that might that might
0: be the wrong side of the fence. I don't know what GOP. I think means. when they
1: say GOP, I think they're they're mostly talking about the uh, Republican side or the right wing side of uh, politics. Why don't they just write that? Because they love acronyms. It's like you know, like they call a uh, uh, AOC is uh, what's her face Cortez. They don't I, say I, her full name. They just say you know AOC.
0: Yeah, yeah, but like right is five letters
1: they've, they've abbreviated it to three letters yeah i mean well you think about it now like with this day and age uh like the one of the most uh popular social media apps is tiktok and most of the most uh popular tiktoks are under seven seconds long oh brian's chimed in you know because our because our attention span has gone from you know watching I know, yeah. that's why I said Brian
0: chimed in. My attention span's gone. There hey, he there he is. What's up, Brian?
1: Oh, he's, he's got to unmute himself.
0: But beware. I hope you're listening to this, Brian. I hope you can hear me. Because once he unmutes himself, he is never to be muted. Welcome to the show, <laughs> Brian Lewis. Oh, there you go. you,
2: I think I'm on now, right? You're on, yeah. buddy. Yes. Come on, go. pal. I got you. Uh, All right. Let me just go find a place to sit down and we can do this.
0: Wonderful. Look at uh, Dude, we, we went live. You've got your fake background turned on, mate. I can't see a oh, thing. Oh, you can't. You can't see shit yeah. anyway all right yeah. okay um, all right good we
2: are live, live from right the golf now. course you can't see shit. there we go but, um, but
0: brian we are recording <laughs> all good what, i tell you what we'll, we'll all right. put it, but there he is we'll edit that. there we go <laughs> no we won't
2: <laughs> no you won't it's more fun this way you know
0: that no we don't all we Right. Don't, we don't edit around here so uh brian joining us um from up in from the new- golf course yeah from the, in new york brian tell us really quick um because we are new to the format of this show um you are one of the panelists tell us real quick who you
2: are and where you're from mate so i am a uh 46 year old most that of six from new york i'm a real estate agent and uh try to be an all-around good guy and uh try to entertain you guys a little bit give you guys a little value a little laughter and uh so we can have some fun with this so Lee
0: is the uh, the other host. If you, if you've not met Brian because he's actually my my friend and uh, he's soon to be yours, I'm sure. But he's uh, he's a comedian and he's already thrown down the gauntlet to say he's the funniest comedian ever to come out of North Brian. And uh, I want to know if you think you're funnier than a comedian, Brian. Can, can we have a joke off, do
1: you think?
2: <laughs> oh, let's see how it goes. Yeah, you know, we have a good time.
1: <laughs> the one thing I hate when I tell people that I'm a comedian is they immediately say, Hey, tell me a joke. And it's just like, look, why,
0: why don't you learn a fucking joke then? Just, just to because,
1: tell when people say
0: that. And it, because
1: yeah. here's, here's the thing, Sam, like, don't get me wrong. I love entertaining people. I love making people laugh. But the thing too is like when I'm in a setting where I like, I, let's say I'm just hanging out, you know, at a bar.
0: Right.
1: And you know, I've like, I've already maybe done a show or, you know, it's been a hard week at work and I'm just, I'm just relaxing with my friends. That's not the right setting for me. I'm not in the right mindset or anything. Um, it's not, it's not the, the proper thing for me. Cause I, I consider myself a professional. Now, when I was uh, in the amateur level of comedian, I would do the whole song and dance for everyone. But my thing now is like, I hold myself to a higher standard. So I'm not just going to entertain you. Like, I'm not like, you know, I'm not going to be like the whole dance monkey dance. Like I'm like, first off, I'm a person, but second off, I'm also a professional. So because also the thing too is people they don't believe you when you say you're a stand-up comedian so they want proof immediately so i always tell them well hey i've got a show on this date you can come in and check me out along with my other friends
2: dude there's a wind-up right i never even like, thought of it like that
1: yeah
2: like comedy is a wind-up i think like you kind of get into you start laying down the situation you start you know it's not just like boom be funny you know like i don't know you tell the story and the story gets yeah. funny and you know Today, you know, hear like knock
1: knock jokes or one liners, but that's yeah. the thing is like—that's
2: what I would say. I would keep a one liner from when someone says,
0: "Tell me a joke," you know, like knock knock. Yeah. No,
1: nah, I'm, I'm trying day to day day. train people, I'm trying to get them trained.
0: Knock knock. <laughs>
1: Come back with a warrant.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You—you've uh, not seen uh, "Catch Me If You Can." This oh, is it's knock. a great movie. This is knock knock. Who's there? Uh, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> why? Why don't you just carry that one around as as your instant joke and say, "Tell me a joke." You're like, all right, listen to this. You ready? Yeah. I mean, that's
1: a it's a good idea, but I like Michael, my. Michael. I, like I said, I, I have a. I guess I consider myself to higher standards, so I'm not going to be one of those people who immediately bows to everyone because you know it's kind of like you're the court jester, even though that was a very important role back in the day. Uh, I don't. I don't want people to think that. Oh, like let's go over. You know, because like, what if I'm having a you know a bad day and just want to kind of like you know relax and be by myself and you got someone come over here badgering me and then i'm gonna be kind of an asshole and i don't like being an asshole right on yeah.
0: all right. Sam so, likes like being an asshole well i mean yeah <laughs> uh,
2: that's part of the fun isn't it you it's know? part of the fun yeah yeah <laughs> if you're not having fun what's the point you know so exactly you fun, comedy and everything in life you know so all right oh, thought- uh we started 75 hard today did you see my post there uh in the, in the group sam I did not
0: mate. Yeah. No. I,
2: I said I finished drinking my water. I took a picture of me peeing on the golf course, you know. Oh, I'm 75 no. already <laughs> got to drink a gallon of water. So there I am peeing on the golf course. Okay, water's done. So Jeez. I thought it was funny. I don't
0: know. That is quite funny. Yeah. 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 Well done. All right. So can yeah. you see the news articles we sent over Brian or are you are you going blind Saw them.
2: Yeah, I got I got a uh, I got this on my iPad. Let me get my phone open over here. The silly stuff. Texas so wants to leave. Yeah, so I get it.
0: Texas could vote to secede from the U.S. in 2023 as GOP pushes for referendum. So Lee and I decided that GOP means right-wing Republicans. Right, Lee?
1: Yes, that's correct. Much, old yeah.
0: white, old white, old white
1: people, yeah. white people, yeah. white people yeah. 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 who are vehemently against abortion. They don't like. Then they're they're pretty much like the killers of all fun. Yeah, yeah. I can't bet, have can't have trying, fireworks. They'll probably buy <laughs> ban,
0: ban fucking trampolines next. Yeah. All right, so the demand for Texans to be allowed to vote on the issue was
1: one of many. Which show was that
2: with the girls jumping on trampolines? Remember that?
1: The Man Show.
2: Jimmy Kimmel. The Man did Show, that. right?
1: And now the he's better than us. Jimmy Kimmel's yeah. not better than us. No, no, he he has that arrogance when he's on on stage that he's better than us, and that's why. Um, like, the thing is, you know, he he's one of those guys, late night host. He gets up there and cries about different things and what, like, like, literally cries. And the thing is, is like, I'm sitting there, I'm like. Bro, you were the host of The Man Show with Adam Carolla back in the day. Like, I, I think people have forgotten that, that. He used to be like, you know, a, 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 a man's man. And now he's like all politically correct. And I, I, you know, and don't get me wrong. It's all cool that people change and everything. But I think he's just doing that whole song and dance because that's what's getting him, you know, in in the in the, the good light with the, you know, NBC or whoever. Uh, puts on his show why,
0: why do you watch it like just fucking write a show find a sponsor sell it and go make your own fucking show
1: exactly stop,
0: stop dicking around if you don't like jimmy kimmel turn the shit off go write a show script one yourself and go
1: fucking fundraise it
0: come you know, on i see him all Let's the time go, Like
1: I'll be, I'll be scrolling through social media and i'll see his face and and it's just like you know just click block on the motherfucker build your own build your own <laughs> legend yeah
0: Build your own legend, mate. Don't fucking grovel at his feet just because he's some famous Can't Go make one yourself.
1: That's the plan. That's we'll, what I'm stop, working on.
0: Stop watching his crap and work on yours. All right. Anyway, about leaving Texas. <laughs> uh, Texas leaving America.
2: <laughs> we'll be on tangents all night here.
1: Yeah.
0: Look, what does the background say? I'm not going to sit there and watch you fail, am I? I'm not going to sit there and listen to you cry. I'm going to put my foot in your ass. I mean, you knew that when you signed up for this. Come on, mate. All right, <laughs> so if Tex- fucking Texas leaves America, um, and of course there's the argument that, well, they're not legally allowed to leave because they lost the the, the Civil War, um, but, you know, I don't remember uh, ever losing a Civil War. I think it was a bit of a, a, a draw all around. So um, what do you all think? Texas leaving America,
1: maybe? Let's get, uh, let's get Brian's point of view on this since he's not a Texan.
2: Uh, he tries to be. He wants to yeah. be. I've got my, uh, my cowboy hat on. I think, you know, it's a little crazy. So, like, you're going to be your own country. Now you need your own military. You need your own. you got to be totally self-sufficient and have a couple of bases, which is kind of hard. And it's kind of like uh, I'm going to take my ball and go home from the, uh, you know, the basketball court. And uh, I don't know. It's America, right? It's, the craziness is what makes America, America. So, um, I don't know. It doesn't seem like something that's really – makes sense i feel like it's just kind of a little uh and we call the right wing crazies going crazy and then i'm on the right side but uh you know let's take, take, take some stuff that we i think you know it's uh it's a little crazy i mean like the lily texas is going to be its own country i just i don't see it i i no? don't know yeah. like
0: i think the whole right wing left thing has just got to be like just got rid of and like most of us are in the middle but there's so so can't we just can't everybody in the middle just be like oi you lot fucking behave and just straighten it out because it's about i i don't get it i don't understand um how we're we're allowing the country to be run the way it is like extremes uh there's got to be extreme
2: left and extreme right get all the media and Mm -hmm. the people in the middle that go to work every day and don't really pay attention to uh you know things outside of what affects them every day and uh you know, they're too busy trying to earn a living and raise their families to deal with all the political crap they that.
0: Exactly. On. I think
2: most Texans probably don't care. They just want to, you know, not have, you know, five, six dollar a gallon gas and, you know, have food they can afford and raise their families and whatever it takes to do that. But I don't think uh, leaving the United States is going to make that better.
0: No, I think we need 100%. to, I think we need to work together and, and, and fix the United States rather than just like fucking abandon it. One hundred Um yeah. I mean, I love the idea of Texas being independent. It sounds really, really cool. Um, <laughs> I'd really like that. And uh, you know what? Fuck off. We're full. But um, the, the, the <laughs> thing I was thinking, <laughs> it, it gets you thinking that, um, like, we could fix this as a country really, really quickly. We could fix this as a, a generation of 30 and 40 and 50-year-olds that, that are really concerned at the way that the 80 and 90-year-olds are running the country. I think we could fix it at the yep. ballot, the ballot box extremely quickly, um, and I think money, we have to. money runs we'll, the country. Yeah, we'll we'll have to fix it, otherwise, otherwise we're fucked.
2: Well, we uh, talk about that in our in our apex entrepreneur world that it's basically up to the entrepreneurs to set the tone of uh, to save the country. Honestly, you know, we we entrepreneurs control a lot of the money, and uh, the money is what what makes things happen. So, mm-hmm. money talks. So it's up to us to control the money. It. You control the country. Yep. Yeah? You're seeing a revolution. you see in groups like Apex and uh, Reed and, and uh, Lions uh, Not Sheep. And all these groups are growing, leaps and bounds. Yeah. And everyone's gravitating to common sense, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's common sense. You know, we and get a room it's together. It's accountability.
0: It's being held accountable. Yep. And you, you yep. know what to do. Every, everybody knows to eat right and exercise. And everybody knows to save money and invest right. And everybody knows to not fucking drink and all that stuff. But that group just keeps you accountable. And everybody pushes everybody else, man. And like, the way to make a better fucking village is to make a better street, is to make a better house, is to make a better man. You've got to start with the man and work down the house, down the street, down the village, through the cities. And like, it's it's just a matter of teaching people how to do it.
2: Well, men being men again. You know, back in the day, uh, you know, men were men and they didn't take on nonsense and they stood up for what they believed in. And uh, now everyone just kind of goes along with whatever what everyone tells them to do, you know? And it's kind of a shame. I think we're seeing a little revolution going on behind the scenes in the entrepreneurial world, and you know, people that I talked about it for Father's Day when I go live talked about how you know, as fathers of children, we're also fathers of our communities, showing oh, yeah. the world what's right. Absolutely, you know, as, as a as a decent you know man, even women, you know, but you know, typically the the, the man kind of you know is a typical. I'll probably get in trouble for that, but you know, back in history, the men kind of set the tone, and um you can men talk, now. Are, are, you can
0: talk freely on here, mate. Like yeah as long as it's um, the truth
2: you know, you know. Is, i think it is the truth you know that the yeah. father the fathers of our country and the founding fathers i mean they'd be rolling over in their graves if they saw what was going on right now mm-hmm. you know this is what they fought to get away from and here we are bringing it all back tea parties
0: <laughs> which which leads us nicely to uh we're going
1: to skip article two for a second nicely to article three so oh, i guess i don't get to talk about texas oh you can if you want <laughs> <laughs> i want to let brian get all that but here's the thing as someone who is born and raised in texas who took Texas history twice, not just in high school, but college. I absolutely believe we should succeed from the, from the US. And here's the thing, like I always, I, and I'm a huge proponent of this, there's a right way to do it. Obviously we'd have to, uh, I think we'd have to sue the United States and we'd have to actually give a good reason why. Um, the reason is, uh, you know, Texas, you know, economically wise, we could be self-sustaining with uh, energy and um, I think also with agriculture as well. Uh, Brian mentioned uh, not having a military, we actually have the Texas uh, National Guard, so that would be our uh, military as well, Um, we would have to, I think we'd have to buy all the army bases, Air Force bases, everything like that, we'd have to purchase them from the United States to keep them in there, or we could just, you know, let them have it, but there are Texas National Guard uh, bases as well around the state that would be there for our protection and whatnot obviously we would uh, have some kind of agreement with the United States like hey you know if somebody were to attack Texas they would come and help us um but the thing too is and I always ask people is like what what does the United States government offer you that the state government does not offer you because Texas has their own governmental programs that help people um you know we build our own roads we you know infrastructure everything else uh we help you know, with. Medicare, Medicaid, WIC, there are government pro- government programs that help with that as well. So if we were to leave the United States, I think the state of Texas would be perfectly fine. It'd be a couple of rough years at, at, the, at the start, like starting any kind of business. But eventually we would, we would we would thrive. Now, there are some states, I don't believe there are some states that could do that. I believe that other states, let's say like in the Northeast, in the New England area, I don't think just one state itself could secede from the nation. But I think if like all those New England states, you know, Maine, New Hampshire, Vermont, if they all came together to become the state or the, you know, the country of new England, I think that they could thrive as well. I think, I think that the United States has run its course as we all see. It's, you know, it's getting pretty shitty out there. And now I think it's time for, you know, the States to become their own. Cause I mean, if you think about it, you know, Texas is bigger than any country in Europe. So, and we have better exports than any of those states as, as other countries as well. So I, I think we should absolutely do it. I mean, th- at the same time, like, don't even, I don't want to go through a revolution. I don't want to, you know, spill blood right now, but I think there is a, a legal way to get it done where we could go to the United States with a plan, like a business plan. Like, Hey, this is what we're going to do. This is how we're going to do it. You know? And then if it comes to it revolution, but that's just me being a proud O Texan.
2: <laughs> I get it. And, and New York, they talk about, uh, trying to succeed from uh, New York city because New York city is very blue and the rest of the state's all red and you know, New York city votes and takes the whole state with it. You know, when I went down to Texas for the first time, I was, Oh, you're from New York. And then you get the immediate, Oh, you're from New York. I mean, no, no, (laughs) same team, same team. Uh, uh, It it,
0: it took us a minute to trust him. Let's be fair.
2: Yeah,
0: I didn't know if they
1: had uh, farms and agriculture up in New York. I literally thought New York was just New York city. I didn't know. I knew it was a state, but I never actually thought like, Oh, there's other parts of New York. (laughs) And a friend of mine was traveling through there. He was uh, going to Albany and he took pictures and I was like, wow, it's really green up there.
2: Yeah, that must be Central beautiful. Park.
1: And he's like, no, dude, this is just on the side of the highway. I had to show people that there's more to New York than just New York city.
2: There is, there is there's, New York City is just a small piece of New York. You know, it's a lot of agriculture, It's big agriculture, a lot of breweries going on. That's one thing our, our governor did do is he instituted policies that allowed breweries and stuff to uh, prosper farms to prosper. He's done a lot of, you know, stuff like that to, they have farm breweries now, where you grow your own hops, and then, you know, if you if you make everything with local ingredients, they get incentives, which is kind of cool. Which drove the agriculture to, you know, grow this stuff for, to make beers. So there's breweries everywhere, uh, wine country everywhere, um, all that stuff's going on. So there's a lot of good stuff that goes on in New York, but and there's a lot of handouts and stuff for people that you know, don't work for it and try and take everything. New York City's a mess right now, so they literally have to buy Penn Station, New York City, which is you know the main transportation mm-hmm. hub and there's people sleeping on the sidewalks, crapping on the sidewalks. I mean, you're walking down a block and just looking over your shoulder. Uh, it wasn't like that a couple of years ago. I mean, I was in the city. I never even looked over my shoulder. Now it's like you're watching every corner. So it's really changed in the last couple of years.
1: When do you think yeah. the biggest change of that, like, when do you think like that when the, the city started like just going downhill
2: uh, COVID had a lot to do with it. So when obviously progressively it's been going more left, um, yeah, had in, uh, was a Republican mayor and he cleaned it up. He got rid of all the homeless people, not got rid of them, but put them, you know, when, where they should be in the shelters and got them help and, uh, gave the police a lot of power. And I mean, crime and theft and, and muggings, all that stuff went down. And then when he was out, um, we had, uh, what's his name Bloomberg came in Bloomberg, although, uh, a Democrat, um, he stuck with a lot of getting attacked here by a bug. Um, he stuck with a lot of that stuff. Um, he came up with some silly things like you're only allowed to have a certain size soft drink from you know fountain sodas, you can have a big, big gulp, you can only have a small cup, and silly stuff like that. You know, big dad and big uh, daddy kind of looking at you, but um, it's uh, it's gone progressively worse. The, the last May uh, Mayor de Blasio was a complete disaster, and there's a new guy that's in, and we're still trying to figure out what he's about, but so far I haven't seen anything yet. Um, but they just, they just let the city go. They, the cops basically are hands off. They're like, you know, they get in trouble for anything they do. So they don't do anything. They're like, sure. like you guys want to kill each other by all means. Like they, they kind of, there's more cops retiring now than ever in history. Um, you can't, you know, being a New York city cop used to be this prestigious thing. And now like no one wants to be anywhere near it. Cause it's just, you know, they just spit on you, and throw stuff at you. And you're not supposed to do anything about it. You're supposed to just stand there and take it. It's really, it's really messed up. It really is. But that's really just New York City. Once you get the long Island, Long Island's very red. Uh, upstate's very red. Uh, again, if you look at the voting maps, you know when the election season, you see it's a big circle blue around the city and then most areas around that. Now you got city people that are moving you know out to Long Island and moving upstate. And that's starting to change the demographics of the voting a little bit. but uh, for the most part, I mean, there was Trump signs everywhere upstate. You know everyone's got guns upstate you know, it's again, it's farm country. It, it reminds me of Texas. You know, when I go upstate New York, it's very similar people, it's country, you know, it's farmers, it's, you know, they hunt and they fish and they do everything that Texas people do. Um, it's really just the city itself. That's uh, um, you know, it's really pulls the whole country down. There's so many people in one concentrated area that are really, you know, it's almost unfair. You know, the rest of the country, of you know, the state it's a big state and it votes, you know, against what most people believe in. And a lot of people don't even vote, and that's part of the problem because they're like, oh, we're never going to win anything, so we never vote. But if all those people actually did vote, maybe we would actually get somewhere. Well, that's you, know?
0: that's, that's you lot. It's us. It's, it's us. Yeah. It, the, the main voting age is 65 plus, so the people that don't vote historically have been us lot.
2: Yeah.
0: Right? So it's up to You're us. seeing to, more
2: and more people get involved. I mean, it's I up to us as influencers. Fights. Brian, it's up you to us as influencers. Up. Oh we, yeah, definitely. We
0: have, to, we have to encourage people to vote on these fucking issues. And we have to encourage people in our age range. Because all the targeting and all the marketing for political campaigns goes to 65 and up because they're the only proven voter block. If we could yeah. mobilize our fucking generation and the people around us that felt like we do to actually go yeah. to the fucking ballot box because they thought they had somebody worth voting for, we could absolutely fix this. Nobody needs to fucking succeed. We can have a great country. Like it's well, up to well, our generation. Now, now, hold
1: on, hold on. I think it'd be awesome to succeed. And here's why we our, our currency would be H E B bucks and like Bucky. It would Bucky be Bucky, the, Bucky, nuggets Bucky the, the Beaver yeah, would be like on the million dollar bill. Yeah, Come that's on, true.
0: I, I'm talking from a practical <laughs> standpoint. I mean, cool. we all we all know our government has failed. Like it's fucking failed. Like, it is not operating at anywhere close to fifty percent of capacity of where it should be, right? Gosh. And so, who's in charge? The motherfuckers in old, charge old of this white place. People. They they can't even run a computer. They can't. Well, they don't uh, open an internet browser. You know, and, and they're making decisions that affect generation after generation. So, like, Sam, do you uh,
1: think there should be an age limit on who can be in politics?
2: No I think term limits is huge
1: i think term limits Term limits, think, yes but here's the thing limits. too is like 80 year olds we got a lot of 80 year olds in politics yeah but have we've you ever also... been around an 80 year old like you said they yeah. don't know how to like they don't know how to use the internet they don't know how to send emails and then and the thing too is like if something frustrates you know if they can't do something they get frustrated they just shout they just yell and okay. yeah i don't want to be around well, that and i definitely don't want someone like that they should be a, around now, the country in the future We might have 80-year-olds who, you know, you and me who have grown up around the technology and understand that,
0: but at the same time. I think you just term limit it, mate. If an 80-year-old is the best candidate for the job and wins the election fairly, let him run. Absolutely. Yeah. 100 you yeah, only old. get
2: you only get a couple years Just, to do it and then you're out I've,
0: yeah i've i've met some retarded fucking 50 year olds oh shit, you can't say yep. that
1: no more can you yeah no, you're um, about to get cancelled oh damn it yeah. bye bye small business surgeon. <laughs> <laughs> whatever small I, business surgeon <laughs> part two <laughs>
0: Sorry, I was I was I was up on my soapbox. I, I meant no offence. Um, I meant it in its musical term, which means to, to, to slow down. There you go. So they had been slowed down, probably with intent. But I've met some really really dumb fifty-year-olds, so I don't think you can put an age limit on it. I think it's a it's a qualification limit. And if if, if you're qualified and cognizant enough to win the votes, then be a hundred years old for all I care. But we've got to have term limits on it. You, we, yeah. There cannot be these career politicians over and over and over.
1: We well, you just, know, I think it's like senators
0: only get two years
1: and then they have to be, there's a re-election. Right, so all
0: they're doing is, right, if I've got to get re-elected every two years, my main what focus, the main focus, the minute I get elected is getting re-elected. And to yeah. get re-elected, I'm going to get campaign donations for favors from lobbyists. So I main, like, it's fucking You can't a get anything done in two years. It's It's insane. Yeah.
2: No, I think I th- four years is a good good, good run. I think four yeah. years and maybe you get maybe three terms and call it 12 years and you're out. Or this maybe, way, uh, maybe or-
0: five years and run twice. I don't yeah.
2: know. Something like that. Or or maybe you get phased out where you can't be the top person. But maybe you could be like the vice person or something like that. So that, you know, what you work for doesn't completely disappear. Because that's what happens. You go from like Republican, you know, in charge to Democrat in charge. And especially here on Long Island. They just wipe everybody yeah, out. The whole government they, they, becomes all their friends. Let's start yeah. over from scratch. Yep. It just Every happened time. to a friend of mine. Um, here, uh, Republicans swept last time around. And uh, in the government, a bunch of people that I know that are actually Republicans lost their jobs because
0: yeah, there, they all got has wiped to be, out. And, there, yeah. there has to be stability and, and within, within civil service. In. Yeah, there, there can yeah. be. I, I agree with like changes in management with voters and stuff. But man, if we could have like stability within higher levels of the civil service, it, it would make things a lot fucking easier. You yeah. know,
2: yeah. starting over every time someone gets elected and all their friends come in and, you know, and the p- political paybacks. I mean, I, I don't know how you stop that, but, you know, it was a big thing. Oh, you know, vote for me and I'll get you a job as soon as I get elected. I mean, that's, that's literally been said out loud around where I am. And it's like, you know, no, I'm here because I believe in the cause, not because I'm trying to get a job. If I get a job or something out of it, you know, in the right place, right time. But that's not that shouldn't be a reason why, you know, it's like and that here a lot of times is the reason why they they campaign for. The people, as soon as they get in, they pay them back with a job or, you know, whatever, contract or whatever that right. goes on. It's like pay to play. It's everywhere. And that's part of why it's so expensive to live here in New York. Um, you know, everyone's everyone's got a hand in someone else's pocket. And then there's a, the, the unions here. And um, not that they're a bad thing, but there's like for police and fire, all that's 20 and out. So you work for 20 years and you collect a pension for 40 or 50. So if you get 20 years old, you become a cop. After 20 years, you're 40 years old, you can retire. And you could live to ninety and get paid. It doesn't make sense. You're not. You didn't put enough money in the system to get paid more than you know. You put in.
0: That's good, That's got to be. Like that. Dude, that's got to be fucking crushing. It's got to
2: be crushing oh, it's, budgets. It's, it's crushing It's Crushing. The taxes here are yeah. insane. The taxes. Taxes on my house. I got a twenty-five hundred square foot house on a sixty by a hundred. Taxes are probably pushing about eighteen thousand right now a year, just Jeez. property taxes. Dude, you know, but, it's nothing special. I'm in a regular average. You know. You know, working class neighborhood. You know, you it's should, a nicer yeah. neighborhood, but it's not. Yeah,
1: you should come down here. Mate. So yeah, we have we, got, we got plenty of twenty five hundred foot houses for like less than that. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. It's uh, you know, it's crazy. And the house is probably worth my house is probably worth like eight eight fifty something like that. Um, give you an idea what you know dollars per percents wise. But I mean, again, yeah. yeah, it's yeah, nothing crazy. You know, Thomas went down there, and I don't know. I think he paid like six hundred for like a fifty five hundred square foot house, and you know uh i think it's taxes i think it's taxes. like eight grand a year or something like that he told me i mean <laughs> like you know it's like night and day you know i sold this house up here i think we got 480 or whatever for it when he moved down to texas and put a little bit of money on it and bought a house triple the size he had and uh you know it's uh it's a different world you know well, yeah just, you get so much more for your money
0: similar house to yours down here would be would be half the price yeah all day yeah. so uh yeah. All right. So su- succession aside, is it time to move to the next article? Yeah, we we beaten that horse. Okay, Rowan Atkinson. We're not
2: even funny yet. So what are we doing? Oh yeah, now we can talk about Rowan Atkinson. He's funny.
0: Yeah. In a proper free <laughs> society, you should be allowed to make jokes about absolutely anything. Uh, that was a quote from Rowan Atkinson in today's Irish Times. I am inclined to agree with him completely. You know. I do. If you.
2: If you're in that think, setting and you're in a, especially, you know, if you're going to see a stand-up comedian, you yeah. got to expect it, that people are going to get abused. That's part like, of the act. I mean, whether,
0: If, if you know. w- what counts, I, and of course, Lee's going to have his opinion. And I can't wait to hear it. But I think what counts at a comedy show is how many people fucking laugh. Like if you, it doesn't matter what the subject material is. If yeah. you're in tune with your audience and whatever you say is making them laugh, that's the point of the fucking show
2: sorry i mean it's, it's like going to a never, boxing match and complaining about the guy getting beat up i mean like you know what i mean it's the same idea <laughs> it's like oh i'm gonna go watch boxing oh someone got beat up i don't I, I don't agree with that i mean you're going to watch someone get beat up i mean that's, i'm waiting for the I day works. that
1: actually happens like someone's like i went to the ufc fight and i can't believe that guy got the crap beat out of him.
2: yeah that's not fight.
1: like that's what they do they like, beat
2: the crap yeah. out of each other all right so that's what a comedy right you go to go to stand-up comedy and you, someone's don't sit in the front row because they're going to find you and pick on you you know that's the game you know yeah and it's a good sport you know and, and you, know, you know growing up I always had to go different ethnic jokes right you talk about the irish guy that can't pass a bar and all that other stuff you know it's funny you know it, it's oh because he's true an attorney. It's funny, you know irish attorney yeah, could, you know? i get that's funny yeah, man yeah, yeah. yeah you know but
0: like it could so, just you know? it, it could be any nationality it doesn't matter you just rip on somebody you know? And you know,
2: and it's it's ster- you're playing with stereotypes, you know, and and the stereotypes a lot of them are true. That's why they. That's why exactly.
0: I mean, the number of you tea know? jokes, the number of fucking tea jokes I get, and yeah. Boston jokes, and it doesn't matter. It's you expect it because it's your yeah. nationality. I think the Irish yeah. fella should be flattered because you're picking on him, and not the easy uh, lesbian couple right next right next to him because that would be such an easier joke to pick on.
1: Well, it's like uh, a couple of weeks ago we were doing a show, and uh, one of the, one of the people in the front row found out she was mormon so we st- first off having a mormon in a bar like what are the odds of that happening the other thing too is like you know there's so many like the thing was like we were just asking them questions like apparently lee can i ask, can i ask a question to help my understanding here real quick yes
0: um the comedy shows i've seen the comedian gets up and he talks for a bit and then he bounces and then another comedian gets up and they just go and they go and they go yeah and some of them do one set, some of them do two sets. Do they Do they talk in between sets? Do they listen to the other guy's sets? And do they, like, continue and pick on the same cast member or uh, audience member if that audience member is belligerent or
1: some shit? Do they, like, do you all, like, fucking? So, y- yes and no. Um, so, if, if I'm at a show, I'll, I'll listen to the comedians and see them, like, you know, what jokes are working, what jokes aren't working, so that way I can kind of uh, get my set Set towards So if, if someone tells a joke about sports and sports joke doesn't go off, well, yeah. guess what? I'm not talking well, about sports tonight. Uh, the other thing, too, is like if somebody is um, if they've talked to the same person in the audience, you know, at least two or three times, I'm not going to talk to that person because that's it's it's kind of an easy way to get a joke, especially if that person is giving them back the information. So you don't want to keep picking on the same person because eventually that person's like, oh, they're just actually poking fun at me and they're going to actually <laughs> not they're not going to have a good time and they're going to leave. So uh I'm always mindful of what jokes are working, what jokes aren't working. Also, if they're actually if they're picking on someone in the audience, uh I'll leave that person alone. I'll give them a break even if they're having a good time. I, I I don't want the audience to think, "Oh, this is just the pick on Sam show in the audience," you know. Right. Yeah, there's got
2: to be a fine line, right? Where you Starts to get over the top, I think, at certain points, right? So you you play with it and it's fun and it's playful. Yeah. And at a certain point it crosses it, it's, that it's line. Also, where it's
1: almost a cheap like laugh. abusive. If you yeah. if you know that person's up there in the front row and you constantly are joking about them, then it's just like, oh, so the joke is just going to be sent around that person in the audience. And, and people are going to lose interest in that because they when you when they come to a show, they want a variety of different, you know, comedic jokes and sets and everything like that. So if all we're doing is we're, we're going after that one person in the audience and they're not going to get, and granted a lot of our shows are free, but if I'm actually doing a paid gig, I'm going to make sure everyone gets their money's worth being at that show
2: you look for the guy with a fake uh, English accent in the,
0: in the audience? Or... <laughs> <laughs> so, is there like a lot of hecklers or a most? Because I, I, be, I would be absolutely mortified if I was sitting at a table and somebody from my table started heckling. I would just be I wouldn't know where to look. And, and that's
1: the thing, too, is like a lot of people don't respect stand-up comedy. That's why you have hecklers. And, but um... I wasn't
0: sure if ho- – hold on a second. I wasn't sure if that was part of the culture, though. If people expected to heckle, so they could get a comeback, and, and it's, a I don't know if it's been I, I don't accepted. Know about
1: it. And it's it been accepted, and and my thing is, here's the thing: let's say you go, you got tickets to go see Hamilton on Broadway,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and then all of a sudden somebody in the row behind you starts heckling Lin Manuel while he's on stage, that ruins your experience seeing Hamilton. Mm-hmm. Oh, for yeah. sure,
0: but 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 like when. Jimmy Carr absolutely fucking flattens a heckler. It's oh, the yeah. funniest shit I've ever seen. Exactly, so I, but he also I he encourages
1: it. He encourages that's, it. His that's that's
0: what I was asking. If because I watch a lot of the Netflix comedy stuff, and you see yeah. it, and they just go at it, and I'm like, is it part of the culture? Because I'm thinking, if somebody's shouting like that, they're rude as fuck, and I'm I, I
1: don't want to be seen with them. I will melt. I will melt a heckler, especially you know. First, I'll ignore him. Cause they just want to be part of, they want they want the spotlight on them. Right. right. And so I'll ignore them. But if it comes to a point where they're actually like uh keeping me from actually performing, I, w- I will melt them in their seat and any other comedian will, you know, and then I'll go, and, you know, after that, they'll want to, Hey man, sorry. I was just trying having- to, no, dude, that's not cool. If you want to get on stage, I'll get you on the open mic. I'll give you five minutes to go up there and you'll see how funny you are. like, and then I, I tried, like, don't get me wrong. I love, I love talking to the audience. I love interacting with them and doing crowd work. I love doing that. But at the same time, it gets to the point where they're like people, they know that they can come to a comedy show and heckle and be part of the show. And I, I, I would like the culture to change where if you come to a comedy show, you're there to watch the comedian. If the comedian wants to do crowd work, the comedian will talk to the crowd. They will, you know, there's not really a fourth wall in comedy. As they're like you know on regular uh, stage uh-huh. shows, yeah. But I I don't like that because I I I want to do all my material. I don't want to have to worry about you know the drunk guy at that one table, you know rabble rousing over there. And so then that's the thing too is like I I you know stand up comedy doesn't get the respect it deserves, even though you know we're one of the most sought after entertainment in in the world. Does
2: it knock you off a game when you, you know you get a heckler and you, you got a, a skid or a routine or you're looking to do it all I've, been, of a I've been doing
1: this so long yeah. that it, it doesn't but i guess no, it doesn't bother you now I'm, like a newer, it a newer comedian, the newer comedian yeah a newer comedian yeah. it will and you you will notice especially guys who've you know uh, a lot of the guys that i perform with they've only been performing for under two years and so when something like that does happen you I, you see them freeze but that just comes with you know years of experience yeah. you know i mean I've had people walk up on stage while I'm performing. I've had bartenders drop glasses, and you just, you know, you just, you just react to it. When you make an announcement that the uh, juggler has been fired.
0: Exactly. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Move on. (laughs) All right. So let's, let's move to the next article and uh, go on an even more polarizing view as uh, we go to the New York Post. Um, this is the last article fellas we, we jump forward a minute because I've got to save the monkey one for later too that's a good, one. Uh, we, <laughs> that's a good we go, one we go to the New York Post where they are reporting that Leah Thomas has been banned as FINA votes to restrict transgender women from competitions um, I'll give my opinion on this in a minute but I was, uh, what, what's your opinion uh, Brian let's go with Brian first to answer that one
2: you know men and women are built different you know, just because you did whatever you did or identify as whoever you identify or even if you got a change, you're still built different. You know, it's just not fair. I mean, really not. You know, I got I got five daughters and they're in the swim team and if they're in swim team and some dude comes in and says, hey, I identify as a woman. I'm going to, you know, race you guys and, you know, they're, they're taller, stronger, you know, whatever built for it. And they win every competition. That's not fair. You know, that's why there is men's and women's teams. Not saying they can't swim together or compete together, but I, th- I just, just think, you know, in competitive sports like that, you know, I don't know. You're going to put a, you know, you got wrestling, you know, high school wrestling, you know, you got girls on team. Listen, but if they, you can fend for yourselves, great, but, you know, it's not, They I don't put know. the, put put the
0: trans dude fighting in MMA and it went really bad because he just like snowplowed the women. He broke um, the
1: orbital bone of yeah, one person.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, just... I, am I just completely out of touch here? Or, you know, I, I think just, you just race based on your genetics and then just be, be live as a fucking woman. Be a woman. Have, have all your womenly bits, whatever the fuck you want, but you race based on your genetics. Problem solved. Yeah. Like, it's not, huh. it's not discriminatory. It's science. You want to race against, like, fucking... Like, I, I, I right. don't get why... Nope. You just crush girls. Men, men and women are so different when it comes to physicality yeah. and, and physical sports. There should be no question about it in my mind. And then for saying that now, I feel like I'm bigoted or some shit, but I'm not like you want to live as a girl and do go for it, mate. Enjoy it. Like peace be upon you. Like you Definitely. still you can't you race against well, yeah. girls. You know, you still can't get yeah. in a boxing match with a girl. It doesn't work like that.
2: Right? You can't take steroids in professional sports to enhance your your, you know, genetics or whatever you want to no, call no, no, it. No, no, you you um, can. So you
1: you the, totally should. i a proponent of steroids. The phrase all should the steroids. be
0: steroids. You you cannot get caught taking steroids <laughs> take in professional. steroids,
2: yeah, exactly. All right? Like, but uh, you know, it's the same idea though. It's like you're altering your body to be something it's not. I I'm, you know, I'm with genetically, Lee.
0: Genetically, you know. No, I I'm, I'm with Lee on that. Like if like Every athlete, every peak athlete I've ever had the pleasure of knowing has done everything he possibly can to be at at his peak diet, the nutrition, the fitness, all of it, right? I've never known one that's cheated, but I will say if there were proper legal options for taking as much steroids as possible in a safe environment, I think the majority of professional athletes would say yes, please. Especially when your paycheck's riding on it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I think that's why high school. That's why high school students will dabble with it because they want to go play on the collegiate level, yeah. and that's why in the collegiate level, like I want to go play in the show. So I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna find a way. And it's written the famous,
0: yeah,
1: it's it's the famous saying: If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. Like if you don't want to be the best, then settle for mediocrity. But if you know, oh, I can take this one PED and it will not be show up on the test, so I can get to the next level. Absolutely, I'm gonna take it. Especially yeah, if you if that's what you want your livelihood. Now my thing, like I played sports, but I knew for a fact, I was like, there's no way I'm gonna play in the collegiate level. I'm not big enough, I'm not tall enough, I'm not fast enough. So I didn't worry about that. I did everything else to make sure I was the best on my level. I worked out nutrition, everything like that. But I knew that there was no way, there's no way any division three football team would want, you know, a five, ten, two hundred and fifty pound, you know, offensive lineman.
0: I I think well, that like, yeah
1: give them give them
0: all the steroids they want well, sure but it's, it's if you just make it legal and let
2: everyone do it then you exactly. know? Well, the thing that's, too is once yeah, you that's, legalize that's it
1: i can go to my doctor and my doctor can monitor everything and make sure Regulated. hey you know doing blood yeah. checks and everything like oh hey you're doing great oh you know what blood levels don't look too good right now let's back off just a hair yeah, yeah. and so that way so that safer. way you're also you know you know your health wise because most of these guys just do it they have no uh you no know, they have no idea they just take some concoction from some guy at the gym in the locker room and they have yep. no idea what they're putting in their bodies. They haven't done the research, but if you have a medical, oh, professional, like, like a, like a COVID vaccine, pretty much <laughs> yeah, just like
2: that. Yeah. Pretty much. You should, take you get, get, every six months yeah. get
1: get a booster. Yeah. But that's the thing is if I have a medical professional monitoring me while I'm doing it and you're telling me not like every NFL team has, has multiple doctors, you could have a doctor just monitoring people taking performance enhancing drugs, so that because I'm sorry, do you not want to win a Super Bowl championship? Well, I want my guys to run faster. Let's make it happen. They'll, they'll, they, they would put millions upon millions of dollars to make that happen. But because it's not, you know, it's not, you know, culturally sound. So for people, I mean, look at Barry Bonds. That dude was totally on roids. And eventually mm-hmm. he did get caught. Same with Mark McGuire. And That's because Cicero. everybody
0: looked at him and said, damn, that dude's on roids.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's well, why yeah. He got you, caught. I mean, uh, the thing is, I mean, I used to work out at a gym. I could look around. And I'd be like, okay, that person is natural. That but that giant dude right there in the back, deadlifting twelve hundred pounds, is definitely on something. I don't know what, but there's that's a lot of weight to be pulling. Yeah, yeah, yeah
2: it's not humanly possible. I see that. Yeah, that's uh,
0: twelve hundred. I guess the is same it, thing, right? Isn't that how much Eddie Hall pulled when he when he when his nose bled and he passed out and almost died? Yeah, um, that was I think that's so no, he broke. He
1: broke. Uh, that was when he broke a thousand. Was i was a, so was a little impressive. bit over i love eddie hall that dude is a character yes i absolutely love yeah. eddie hall I, I love all the strong men. I, I i i i watch them the competitions uh i follow all of those guys on on social media but eddie by far that guy is hilarious and he's just like he's a character and so like he's just a big dude that lifts weights and jokes around and has a good time like that dude is living the dream that's what i hopefully uh want to be is just a big guy making people laugh i want to be the american version of eddie hall oh well right i like that yeah he eats an enormous amount of food or he did
0: when he was when he was competing i mean he
1: still does i mean the dude yeah. i mean he's not he's not uh competing anymore but he still because he still works out and keeps up a regimen i mean that dude, right but he
0: cut he cut a shit, he, he cut a his away. abs
1: right he cut. i never so thought i'd see weight. eddie hall with abs
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's phenomenal mm-hmm I'm over um, here, like you know, I'm a straight dude, but I'm over here pining. I'm like, Eddie Hall's a beautiful man with his abs. I love it. I'll, I'll be sure to send him that sound bite. <laughs> Do it. Oh my gosh, if I could meet Eddie Hall, I'd have a, I'd have a like total, like, yeah,
2: ah, it's Eddie Hall. Fangirling it,
1: right?
0: <laughs> well, join, join Apex, mate. You never know who's going to stop by. Uh, what Heck was yeah. his? Yeah, right. Yeah, th- there's yeah. always somebody stopping by there. Um, so yeah,
2: hanging out with Weatherford. Weatherford, uh I've been connected with him a little bit on, online and a uh, cool dude.
0: Yeah. yeah we, uh, we had a moment new. behind
2: backstage there with uh, MDM. Yeah yeah, and, uh, yeah. yeah. It was, uh, it was pretty cool. We've talked a little bit since. He's, he's and, he was uh, the he, fittest
0: guy in the NFL, wasn't he? For a very long time. Yeah. It, it, I think yeah. we all
2: probably want to look like that, you know, you know, uh, Jim envy or whatever, you know, but none of us <laughs> want to do the work that it takes. That's to get hard like work
0: that. to get like that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. that's his, that's totally. his job that is what he yep. gets up to go and do every day that is very, the mad yep, amount of yep. respect for doing it mad amount definitely boy definitely. all right That's definitely lot. time to bring up a new article and uh, we're going to go to lee first i think on this one it says facebook says apple is too powerful and the uh, the writer here says they're right and this is on f.org so it says in december 2020 apple did something insanely great they changed their ios how their operating system handles users' privacy preferences so that owners of iPhones could indicate if they don't want to be tracked by any of the apps on their devices. If they did, Apple would block these apps from harvesting users' data. So just how much data do you think, fellas, uh,
1: Apple is, is doing this with? What's uh, What say you, Lee? Okay, well, uh, I think it's awesome that a giant corporation, Facebook, is saying that another corporation, Apple, is too powerful. I think on I think Facebook and Apple are in the top 10 like most like biggest companies oh, in the world in the in the world. They're pretty big, yeah. Yeah. And so, but at the same time, I I don't like people taking my information. And so uh, with Apple's blocking these apps and all that, and Facebook saying, no, 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 we we want that's how they make money, is getting all your information while you're using the app while you're on your phone and, and you know, anything like that. And, and I think that's one of the reasons why Facebook doesn't like it because they're like, Oh, we, we can't get our users' information because of Apple. We don't like that. Y'all, y'all should stop, you know, cause they're, that's how they get their money is getting all our data. I mean, personally, I'm, I'm not a, I'm not an Apple guy. I'm a, I'm a, I'm an Android guy. So when I first saw the app, the article, I was like, yeah, Apple is too powerful. But then when I, when I read it, I was like, Ooh, I also don't want like people taking my information. So um I do like that uh Apple does protect their uh users from getting all their information uh downloaded. But at the same time, I mean the damage has already been done. They, they, every corporation has your information if you use Facebook, Twitter, uh you know, ESPN, Disney Plus, anything like that. And so uh but like I said, I, I just I just had a chuckle that it's like I- the two bullies at school and one of them's like hey this bully number two over here is picking on this person you know it's like two wrongs don't make a right
0: but 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 hold on like data is the most valuable thing in the world right it's more Correct. valuable than gold. gold so does my location data belong to me because it's private information where i've been or have i waived those rights to privacy by using a phone because i think i should have an option of selling my data or not selling my data and if they want to know my location twenty four seven. They're going to use it to target me and ads and shit. They can pay me
1: a little bit for the traffic. See, that's the thing. We don't get paid for. If, if, exactly. if they paid so me, I for think it should be optional. Absolutely, give me all yeah. you want. But there's, there's some ste- days. There's some there's days ste- I want to throw this away. There's, there's ste- some days yeah. I just want to throw this away. But I I am so connected on other things. Like this is how I get gigs. This is how I promote myself. This is how I watch the small business surgeon you know podcast (laughs) i mean i do everything on this exactly what
0: what i tell my clients is 95 percent of your first interactions with a customer will come from a phone and we can make you appear however you want to appear to your clients it's on your end to be that person when the clients show up looking for you like you can create whatever fucking reality you want on these things my friends anything you can do anything we all do it of. right yeah we all you meet do someone
2: it. first thing you do is you look up their website see if it's got a real website you find them on social media
0: look at their followers you see yeah.
2: what see what their posts are about it's you know, all right? you about basically tell a lot about a person just like oh you're not on facebook what are you hiding like you, you know you, how come exactly you know, on facebook? you know it's like
1: this is I, how I, you create I, if i meet someone and they they don't have any kind of social media presence i i automatically it's a red flag it's a yeah huge like dude are you in witness protection because if that's the case i completely understand but like, we literally, if especially if I'm trying to network, we literally mm-hmm. engineer
0: people's realities, we take what they want to be and we turn it into media over and over and over and over and over until they become it. The only obligation yeah. on their part, like Brian, you have to be what you say you are. Like this guy says I'm a fucking amazing realtor. He is. He says he's builds real estate on relationships. He does. He says he's going to ride his bike every day for a year and deliver a message every fucking day. And he does. So he's proven who he is. Over and over. he's made his own reality there, and that's all he's. following my own
2: reality show. That's, that's my. That's my tag on Instagram. Start yeah. my own reality show because that's what it is, and that's why it. MTV doesn't show videos anymore. Right? If, right? if people didn't want to see reality shows, MTV would still show videos.
0: And, and Lee, that's why you don't have to worry about Jimmy fucking Kimmel, mate. You don't have to worry about him. Don't fucking, don't give him time of day. Television's dying, mate. That shit's all going away. 100%. Yeah, start your own. You
2: know, I, I don't turn the TV on anymore. Do you, I mean, honestly, I, I don't know I, many people. Create like,
0: a concept, yeah. find investors, hire a production crew, and go to work. Stop dicking around.
1: Why, you know? All right, all, a, a Here decent, we go. A decent
2: Goodness. production crew. And
1: right? You don't need much. You just need a camera and an editor. And for most cases, that's what they did during COVID. And a lot of people realize like how unessential they were in mm-hmm. a dying uh, industry mm-hmm. which much as the late night tv show exactly and that's why so, a lot of people switch to podcasting because yeah. you, you get the same amount you see the same quality and you can follow whoever you want like hey like, you, my thing is i love I, I i have notifications when sam promotes something or when he has a podcast come out and then i also follow you know obviously joe rogan huge joe rogan fan not just because he's a comedian but because of the uh, the people that he brings on and whatnot. uh listen to the Br- Drinking Bros podcast as well because those guys are entertaining, but they talk about all kinds of different things. You're yeah. not going to get that on a 30 minute TV show. We can even do this, listen.
0: <laughs> Point well, made, Lee. Good job. There you go. Well done. well done. Well done. Well done. All right, you lot. Be quiet. Be quiet. Be quiet. There you go. All right, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> you see, so we just we what? made up an audience. You don't need a fucking, like, you don't need anything except a camera and a microphone and the damn commitment to do it. You can be whoever you want to be, Lee. And you, Brian. I mean, well, you already are, shit.
2: We, we talked about, that, right, the, pro- the problem that with the workforce right now. There's no people to hire. If you talk to any business out there that, you know, everyone came up with new ways to make money. They, they're all yeah. TikTok stars. They're all, you know, doing all this, this other alternative things using, you know, they had to during uh, COVID. Yeah. And they figure out, hey, listen, I don't got to go to the office anymore nine to five. I can, you know, even drive Uber or I can, you know, make videos. I can become Instagram. A, a, a lot of famous. them gone, a lot of them gone Ten
0: ninety nine. They just, they want yeah. the freedom of uh, picking and choosing. Contracts Amazon on. and
2: eBay, you know, it's, it's, yeah. just, there's so much freedom out there. The whole, like I said, I couldn't tell you the last time I turned the TV on. I really don't care to. Once in a while, like, I'll just flip it on. And I'm like, why are you watching this? It's like, on mm-hmm. in the background, you know. When you're looking for entertainment, we're scrolling, right? What are yeah, we, doing we don't scroll, go, we scroll, don't go
0: and watch late you know? night with Jimmy fucking Kimmel. We scroll yeah. on our phones. We look at TikTok. We yeah. look at whatever. See what's funny. Because the thing you know, is, if we, right even now. if you
1: watch those shows on any social media, they're just giving you a soundbite. You're so just watching. You're just watching the you know the minute long interview. You're not that, watching anything ex- else.
0: That's probably why Jimmy Kimmel cries on his show, Lee, <laughs> because he knows he's losing and there's nothing he can do about it. Like, I mean, it's bad when you have is, like
1: their small time podcasts that get more listeners than Jamie Kimmel. Like, you well, know, when they came out with late the night metrics,
2: shows, they, they went so left that, like, you turn it on, you're just like, you know, what I, I, you know, I'm here to be entertained, not to be, you know, have politics jammed down my throat. You know, it's like a lot of times I've turned a couple late night things on and I'm like, I'm not even watching this. This is like, you know, it's not even funny anymore. It's just so. So far left, they don't even disguise it anymore. And you know, it's like, I used
1: to love watching Saturday Night Live. I used to, that was my, like, honestly, one of my goals was to be on Saturday Night Live. And now, especially the thing was, is it was basically the let's make fun of Donald Trump show. Well, when he was not reelected, I was just like, oh, what do you, like, let's see where they go with this. And it's gone so far downhill that they can't really bring themselves back up. And, you know, Lauren Michaels, for the longest time, had one of the best shows on TV. And now, it's just you know what every now and then there'll be a funny a funny clip or sketch, but it's I remember when it was you know in the heyday, back in the early nineties, I mean I was dying laughing, and that was oh, like great you don't get that anymore. Oh, are you sure you
0: didn't your humor didn't change? Because my humor <laughs> the the shit that makes me laugh is a lot different from the shit that made me laugh when I was twenty. But the right. thing too is a I could different. go back
1: and watch the those old mm-hmm. clips and i still laugh and that was That's the one thing with, all those, with those things now obviously yes your humor does change as you as you as you age and, and you and you mature and whatnot but i mean come on the chris farley patrick swayze chippendale audition that is one of the funniest sketches ever yeah. and they both like exactly. chris farley owned it wow oh, he was awesome yeah yeah but like you you could
0: write comedy like that, like, oh yeah, definitely. Just, the the writers on Saturday Night Live have, have moved to where they're at, man. Fuck, maybe it's just a show. Well, the other thing now.
1: too is uh, I listened to a podcast. Uh, Jim Brewer, uh, who used to be on Saturday Night Live, explained like how cutthroat it was being on Saturday Night Live to where a lot of people wouldn't write good sketches because they were scared that somebody would steal them and give Ooh. them off as their own. What? Yeah. It's, That's it's crazy. a, it's a, it's a great pod because Jim Brewer is a fantastic entertainer, but he, Definitely. he would come up with these excellent, uh, the uh, shows and th- or, uh, sketches. And then somebody else, because you would have to submit them into uh, basically what it is a Dropbox. And then somebody, any, everyone that worked there could go in and in the Dropbox and they would do is go in and like change their name instead of Jim Brewer Lee Cross wrote it. Then the sketch would come up, it would get picked. And then I would, I would, you know, get time on, the show because that was my sketch it, it was completely cutthroat but the thing is is like I, and I don't get me wrong it's you know if you're if you're good the reason i get booked is because i'm good people think i'm good but at the same time if somebody's out there stealing my jokes and they're getting promoted because of it i'm gonna have a problem with that now if somebody else is funnier than me i will i, I will give them all the praise in the world i have no problem admitting that somebody else is funnier than me but if somebody's out there with my product putting it up as their own that's when i have an issue with it and what that's was why that? jim brewer decided he didn't want to be part of the show anymore
0: what was that one that joe rogan called out all them years ago uh carlos mencia what's your take on that uh
1: is was did the industry punish him was he ostracized or so uh joe rogan was was kind of punished uh because he called out carlos mencia um looking looking back on it joe rogan wishes he would have done it differently but he had gotten so fed up that he got on stage while Carlos was doing his show yeah. to call him out on it. Uh, there's a right way and there's a wrong way to do it. Um, if somebody is up on and I've actually had someone go up and do 10 minutes of my material before I went up and oh, wow. yeah. And I got pissed because that was the 10 minutes I was going to do. So I had to completely, you know, and luckily for me, I've got hours upon hours of material. So I didn't do something different. But once I got off stage, I, I physically assaulted the dude. Mm-hmm. Because that's how I, mean, I, was, I was royally pissed, you know. But the thing, yeah. too, is because Carlos Mancia was such a big name, the comics that he was stealing from, they were like, oh, I don't want to make him mad. I don't, you know, if somebody is stealing, my, if I find out, if I find out Bill Bird, one of my favorite comedians, if I find out that he's stealing one of my jokes and I have the ability to confront him about it, I am. And I'm not going to do it while he's on stage. You don't you don't mess with someone while they're up there working. But when he gets off stage, I'm obviously going to have a conversation about that. So so and I'm going they... to have and I'm going to have proof like, hey, I was on your show a couple of months ago. These are my jokes and you're up there. selling them as yours. Either stop doing it. You're also going to pay me because that's my material. That was my question. Why, why not just let him tell the jokes, pay you a royalty and just sell him the joke be done with because, it? Because and he was adamant in saying that that those thieving? were his that he was Carlos Mency was adamant that that was his material. Well, yeah, but so they that, proved it wasn't very, very quickly. Exactly. And so if now, if he would have been paying those guys. Yeah. Like, hey, that's a, that's a great writers joke. Almost.
2: Right? You're paying writers, basically. Exactly. And there's, there's yeah. a lot
1: of comedians, believe it or not, who actually do have writers who do, will hire young comics and be like, hey, help me punch up some jokes and I'll pay you. And they'll get a credit for like if they do a special. Well, uh, I, I would, special too. Th-
0: I would yeah. surround myself with greatness in order to be great. Yeah. The hell, man. yeah find the best comedians you can and have them help you and develop and fucking
1: learn your yeah. craft man and, least, that, and that's that, why that's like with our it. group here in, in in town we work with each every, we work together as as a whole right you know and they're like hey bleed that joke you told this is good what if you did this instead and i'll be like okay maybe i'll try it you know in the, in at the end if the joke gets better because that guy i will I i'll give that dude credit a hundred percent of the time because the yeah, thing is, like, like I, can, I can try to do this solo like it is any any business. You can do anything solo. But if you surround yourself with with people who have good intentions and have that same drive, you're going to go far, which is why networking is so important. But Carlos was not doing that. He was he was like, oh, no, all these jokes were mine. Even he, okay. and he would not give anyone credit in that in burning himself. Now he's coming back uh he's doing his own thing and i you know i i hope he's he's you know learned his lesson and you know either now he, go, a now he goes to china and steals from chinese
0: children because <laughs> <laughs> that's what our government does you know it's what nike does fuck it right. it's good enough for nike it's good enough for carlos here <laughs> i uh, i stopped and that's buying not even nike. his real
1: name that's not even his real name i stopped buying nike
0: name. so we'll just say that out loud all right <laughs> <laughs> we're about up on time boys um Man, I've had a whole bunch of fun hanging out with you guys. Wait, uh, what about the monkey? Oh fuck!
1: Yeah, we are up on time though. I do you want to do the it?
2: monkey? All right, well, I, I say we hold the, that for correct. next
1: time. That's a good one. Hold the,
2: hold the monkey for next time. I don't want
1: that. that yeah. one. If we if we try to do it now, we're not going to give it its full potential. But that's and that's you a good have. One. Well.
0: Don't you have fight some? Don't you
1: have Monday Night Fire to go and do? No, I'm not doing
2: it tonight. I got too much shit going on. I'm still on the golf course.
0: Oh, man, yeah, we,
2: we took a week off.
0: All right, you should do it real quick and announce you're not doing it. There you
2: go. <laughs> I'm not doing it.
0: All right, mate. Well, I think it's time to wrap it up. Um, I want to say a huge thanks to uh, to Lee Cross for coming on here. And a thank you to Brian Lewis as well for, for hanging out with us for the hour. I hope we get them on uh, again here on the panel really soon. All right, fellas, um, before we go, uh, Brian, real quick, tell everybody where they can follow you on social media. And then Lee, please
2: do the same, mate. You can find me at Brian Lewis Realtor on Instagram, all one word, and Brian Lewis Jr. on Facebook. Uh, just message me before uh, your friend requests me, so I know who you are. You're not some guy trying to sell me a car warranty or something like that. <laughs> and um, also, Brian Lewis Jr. b r i a n l e w i s j r dot com, and it gets all my stuff too.
0: Oh, sweet! You got your own website now.
2: Nice, That's it, man. It's all, all official.
0: Right. I'm going to go check out brianlewisjr.com and uh, and see what it says, man.
1: And Lee, where can we get hold of you, mate? All right. So you can find me on social media at Lee Cross Comedy. Uh, Just put put it in the search bar, Instagram, Twitter, anything like that it will take you right to me. Uh, I'm getting ready to start my own podcast, Local Celebrity. So be on the lookout for that. Super excited to get back into podcasting. Right on. All right. Cool. All right, guys,
0: well, uh, that will conclude the episode. I want to thank you all so much for listening. I want to thank Lee and Brian one more time for giving their opinions. And uh, you'll remember to be good and stay safe. And Tune in on Friday for a new Friday Fire. Bye.
1: This has been the Small Business Surgeon Podcast. If you've made it this far, you clearly like it. So go on iTunes and leave us a five-star review. This helps people find the show and spread the good word. Share with friends and follow us at Small Business Surgeon on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you for your follow-up next week. The Small Business Surgeon was recorded at Texas Media Foundry in historic downtown Bryan, Texas. Check them out at TXFoundry.com or on social media at TXFoundry. Thanks for tuning in.